A shoulder fills our vision. A unique one at the spot where flesh and blood meet assorted mismatched scraps of adamantine. Pulling back slowly, the man with one metal arm and one flesh arm, both gripping the reins of a horse, has a sour expression on his scarred face as he rides along in a steady trot. A figure rushes by him in a blur, a mass of red hair and weapons riding far faster than the rest of the group, getting up a few yards ahead, wheeling around to circle back to the others, the sheer wonder on her face directly contrasting the man. Up ahead a little ways is a man who looks at home on his horse, hat on his head, duster on his shoulders, gun by his side, by all appearances, human. Yet there's something there, something not quite right. And at the back of the pack, atop a horse that's a bit smaller than all the others, the Yusoki, rare in Numeria, to find just the one. And his horse is practically drowning in papers, arcane scrolls from the look of them. The telltale signs of a wizard, roaming the wastes with a group of... Pulling back farther, past through a rippling, shining surface, and find ourselves looking down at a mirror. A few of the planes winks out. This is Pot Against the Machine. Welcome back to Pot Against the Machine, the only actual play podcast that throws cyber dragons at a level 4 party because, honestly, they're getting too confident and we're going to need to kill one of them off ASAP. I'm your host, and here is everybody. Mm. <laughs> Hello. Uh, Hello. That's the sound of collective grimacing, listening audience. Yeah, I, was, I don't know how we're, half of us are just fine with helloing. That felt very ominous. Well, it's a dragon. What are you going to do? It's an ancient worm, probably. <laughs> no. So you guys have backups, right? Somewhere? Yeah. Mine's Nathan. Nathan <laughs> is my backup. <laughs> Uplifted horse. Level four aristocrat horse. <laughs> I'm going to cross train into expert. Well, when we last left our heroes, they'd finally departed Torch, said some final goodbyes, got some horses, and set off on the road. And it was a quiet day of travel until they came to the crossing of the First Blades Path, where they found an outpost of black horses, uh, led by a woman named Feshka, who recognized Vargas's name, declared that he owed the black horses a blood debt, and instead of charging the normal toll of one presumes money to cross the bridge, she um, demanded that the blood debt be paid. So we determined that the best way to, to save it was, of course, to kill a dragon. Kill Vargas. Kill Vargas, really. <laughs> kill the entire very capable four, probably. There is a blue dragon with some sort of metal on it, plaguing the wild horses that roam the plains in this area. So our group has set off to find it. And um, Kira discovered that she's been a horse girl all along and rolled a natural 20 on a survival trek. Check. Trek. Check. Mm -hmm. A survival trek check. 
and found the trail of the horses, which of course led the party to the dragon. And that's where we are now. So before things get bad, does anybody have any final words, you know? So we opted to do the dragon thing, even though, you know, how much blood do they need for a blood debt? Because we've seen that you can bleed a lot and not die. Quite a bit. Like a good deal of blood was just splashed all about one of the foundry buildings. Well, no, there was no blood in that. We also have that res scroll <laughs> still, right? That's right. We do have the scroll of resurrection. Just put you down, bring you back up. We could have just let her kill me, cross the bridge with my body, and then as soon as you got to the other side, revive me and run off. Oh, right. We're good. We're fine. Just be like, technically, and then just, yes, yeah, scuttle away. <laughs> There's still time. Yeah. I would like to make sure, Sam, that Kira's horse girl bonus cancels out her ride, not bonus, opposite of bonus, minus. I don't know. What is like a horse girl plus three, probably, right? Probably, right? Yeah, that makes okay, sense well, to me. Fine. Great, great, great. Not great, plus great. three to ride, just plus three to horse. Right. No, no. But I can use that horse bonus when I roll ride. So it's all going to cancel out and everything is going to be fine and no one is going to die. Sure, sure, sure. Nailed it. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> so you find yourselves out in the Numerian Plains. There is a herd of wild horses up ahead of you. And they have started to run as if spooked by something. Something up in the sky with immense wings. A dark blue dragon silhouetted against the sun with a long tail that's topped with a hooked stinger, swoops down, and I'm going to need everybody to roll for initiative. Zach, what'd you get? Brixby rolled a 12 for a 15. Well, that's pretty fast. Yeah, no, he's he and Nathan are speed. <laughs> How about Vargas? Vargas rolled a natural 2 for a 4. <laughs> Nice. That is that is what we call not fast. So, uh, how about Asher? Got a 15 on the dice on these prismatic storm dice from Dice Envy. That's DiceEnvy.com uh, for a total of a 19. Wow. And uh, Kira? Don't want to brag, but I did roll my, um, what is this, like a prismatic unicorn dice for a natural 20. Plus a five, so I'm going to go first and have literally nothing to do. But, you know, it's, again, horse girl bonus, probably. <laughs> well, we will sort these descending, and Kira, you're up first. There is a blue dragon up in the air, kind of on the other side of this rocky outcropping, but it appears to be swooping down. You are all, of course, on horseback, and you've all been taking ranks and ride this whole time, right? Yeah, definitely that mm-hmm. one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Definitely don't have a uh, negative one in ride that I only have because I refuse to dump my uh, 10 pounds of torches that I don't need because I know light and my four pound cast iron pot. Those are expensive <laughs> though. Like, mm-hmm. you can use those to make brownies, pasta. And if it's well seasoned, I mean, that's, that's years, years of work. Okay, it's my turn. So I guess I will ride over to the dragon? 
I'm gonna ride over there, or close enough, I guess. Okay, so rolling, because we have this whole ride skill, I'm assuming is not just a regular move action. Does that sound right? No, maybe? Do I have to roll before I move? Yes. Yeah. DC five, it looks like. Would that be stay in the saddle? No, it's it's because combat. So it's like a DC 20, I think, to convince Ooh. your horse to be part of combat. That's so many Cs. Oh yeah, control mountain battle, DC 20. All right. Yeah, so like if we're steering these, but you can also dismount, which is a move action, if I remember correctly. It is a move action. It becomes a free action if you do fast dismount. Pop off your horse, basically, if you don't want to do the ride. Yeah, that feels like it's gonna be, I have a minus three to ride because armor stuff, I guess. So that feels like it's gonna be my best bet. Okay, I am Ah, we're still riding high on horse girl spirit. Let's let's just see what happens if I roll. It's a uh, handle animal, right? Ah, uh, no, it's ride. Oh, that makes more sense, Death. Okay, that's a natural 10 for a seven, which is not a 20. It is not. Does she get dramatically thrown off like in that episode of <laughs> Saddle Friends or whatever it's called? Someone didn't know. <laughs> Well, your horse, since you all did not opt for the combat-trained horses, is definitely going to refuse to move. Uh, well, wait, actually. DC-20 ride check, <laughs> in which make each round as a move action to control such a mount. If you fail, the move action to control your mount is a full round action, and you can't do anything else until your next turn. So she's literally just sitting there as this dragon descends on them, like, it's gonna be fine, hey! Thea, you want a carrot? You like carrots? Uh, I'll be there in a second. And that's my turn. I'm really glad I rolled so well on this initiative thing. So, yep. On the plus side, mounted combat. Yay. We learned something today. Learning. Yep, that's me. All right, Asher is up. Asher is going to ready an action to shoot at this dragon if it gets within 25 feet of him. That's pretty mean. That's it? Are you moving or staying put? I'm going to stay put because even though I have a ride bonus, if I fail, that's it. It's my whole turn. Can't ready an action if I fail it, so I don't want to risk it for now. I'll be like the most exciting mounted gunslinger. Like, I'll just stay right here. Come to me. Yes, you've carried away all of my party members to their death. But just in case I fail this ride check, I want to make sure I can shoot you once before I die. <laughs> all right. Well, on the blue dragon's turn, it is going to swoop down from the sky on the horse at the back of the pack here. Aww. And in a charging motion, swing that barbed tail at it. And I'm going to roll my oversized wooden die from Cozy Camera Dice. Ooh, natural 17. So that is, that's definitely going to hit that little horse there. And that did... I can't tell you how many damage, because then you'd know how much damage it did. And that horse has to make a save of some kind. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The horse is having a hard time. Really doesn't feel good at all. Oh, of course. <laughs> I don't like your vagaries here. 
This horse matters to the listeners. It's not just some RPG maker horse. Oh, I guess roll 20 maker horse. I lost that one there. I'm sorry. The horse looks really bad, and Brixby is up. Brixby, assessing the situation, will look down at Nathan, who looks about as athletic as the horse that just got scooped by the unknown thing. First, he would like to roll a knowledge check before I forget. Can I throw an arcana at this now that I've seen it? Yeah, you can roll knowledge arcana. In case listeners at home are wondering why you never hear physical dice from me anymore, dice scare my dogs, so that's it. Great. (laughs) They all just sit there looking pretty now. Um, But Brixbo uh, rolls a 15 um, for a 26 on his knowledge arcana. Wow. Well, with a 26, you can tell that this is a wyvern. Ah, heck. There's definitely something weird going on with it, with this, like, metal device kind of lodged into its chest, and you can see, now that you're a little bit closer to it, that it looks like it's actually, like, something lodged into the creature in a rather gross manner. But you know some things about wyverns, which are, of course, large dragon creatures, and you can ask three questions. Can one of those questions be about the weird thing that's lodged on it, or is that maybe a separate knowledge roll? That might be a separate knowledge roll, and it's kind of hard to tell exactly what's going on there just from eyeballing it. Yeah, uh, so I guess I'll start with maybe special attacks. Let's go special attacks. It's got a natural attacks, including a sting with its stinger, a bite, two wings, and it can rake with its talons, which is basically one attack with both talons at the same time. And it can do flyby attacks. It's, it's just a lot of fun. It's a fun friend. So I assume the thing that the horse had to roll on would be considered like a special quality ability, special abilities. Yeah, I mean, that special ability, are you asking about that? Yes. The sting of a wyvern is poisonous. Anyone hit with the poison has to uh, make saves or suffer constitution damage. And uh, any special defenses? Um, So yeah, I guess special defenses then if nobody had any other questions. And it is immune to sleep and paralysis. Okay. That is, that's good to know. So then Brixby is going to hop down off of Nathan using a move action to do so. Um, and say, away, Nathan. All right, Nathan takes off and he's gone forever. Yeah, oh, goodbye. He jumps right into the, um, the the gulch. He's gone. He's suddenly right. much faster than he was a little while ago. <laughs> and Bricks is going to spend a standard action casting mage armor on himself. Glistening armor shines over him in the sunshine. All right, and that's going to be it. That brings us to Vargas. Vargas is just going to get off his horse. Is this rock in this square to my uh, west? More than half the square is available. Okay, so Vargas is going to dismount his horse. Then he's going to touch himself with his left arm. And he is basically just going to cast Enlarge Person onto himself. So he is going to become a large creature. Twice the size, eight times the weight. And that will be the rest of his turn. The weird thing about Enlarged Person is it's a has a casting time of one round, so Vargas isn't actually going to be enlarged till next turn. Yeah. Oh, so, okay, so he will start to do it then, yeah. 
Yeah, so you just see him, like, touch himself with his arm. And then he just, like, starts to glow and maybe, like, starts to grow a little bit, like, anamorph up. All right, that brings us to Kira. Cool. Uh, Kira's seen everyone, or almost everyone else, get off their horse, so she will also do that, which doesn't require an actual roll, does just require a move thing, right? Yes, great. Right. She'll get off the horse, like, uh, look out at the dragon and realize she's way too far away from it. Uh, okay, let's try this thing. And just sort of stares at her hands for a second, in particular, left hand. Almost just looks like she's thinking really hard. And eventually, um, all those tattoos will start to glow purple and she will shield up. And that'll be my turn. All right. And that brings us back around to Asher. Your ready to action did not go off because it's a little bit farther away than 25 feet. Yeah. Yeah. Not an archer. Alas. Okay. Being as though nothing happened for him last turn, he is going to try and spur Fire Day into battle. And horse movement speed is 200 feet, pretty sure. 300? 5,000? A million. 50 feet? Uh, 50 feet. Fabulous. Yeah. With 50 feet of movement, that is more than sufficient to get within 25 feet if he takes a nice jaunt around this gray and green map wonder. So with a plus seven to ride, I need a 13 or higher to get to do anything over the first two rounds of this combat. Nat 20 on the Galactic Conquest. (laughs) Thanks, Norse Foundry. So spurring Fire Day on to the Southwest. Very nice. That puts Asher at 20 feet away he is going to take a shot and ranged weapons since I don't have mounted combat even though it's only one handed I think the penalty still applies for using ranged weapons while mounted I guess it's bumpy etc so sure oof uh, right in the hot hand didn't go super great Uh, with the penalty that is a 13 against touch. Uh, that will hit. Oh, yeah. This does not appear to be a very dexterous dragon. Well, let's go for the old D8 plus one. Minimum damage. That's two, count them, two points of non-magical bludgeoning and piercing damage. Well, it looks like you hurt the thing. <laughs> a little. Yeah. And, you know, you're the only combatant near it. So that's cool. Yes. I shall pay your blood debt back, Vargas. (laughs) Or I'll be carried away. (laughs) Uh, So the uh, wyvern with the weird metal thing is going to start by taking a chomp out of this horse. I got to tell you, it's not looking good for this horse. Buddy. Uh, that is actually... Is that going to hit it? It's, no! It misses the horse, so it's going to have to uh, go for it with the sting. Uh, that will hit the horse. So I'm afraid that the horse... The horse is dead, friends. The horse is dead. Nah, Wyvern is going to take a five-foot step 
towards Asher over the head of the horse that it just killed, but it actually doesn't have reach. So it can't actually attack Asher this round. It's just gonna roar in his face and totally threaten him with a ridiculous full attack next turn in the event that Asher does not move. And we're on to Brixbo's turn. Alrighty, Brixby, now free of Nathan, is going to step forward and he's going to fish around in his pouch and pull out a leaf and what like a dried kind of organic looking thing crush them in his hands and put it on a dart spread his hands and shoot out this green kind of arrow towards the wyvern so i am rolling against touch here wow roll 20 is fire for me tonight i'm rolling a 17 plus 6 is a 23 to hit touch a 23 will hit touch excellent all right, rolling damage, uh, 2d4, one on one, three on the other. So that is four acid damage. And that all seems to go through. So, you know, you've done some damage to this dragon thing, and now it's mad at a second person. And uh, that takes us to Vargas. Okay, Vargas is wishing he had looked at the casting time on his spells because he's not going to take three rounds to be able to do anything instead of two. If I had gotten off the horse and cast Longarm, that would have been perfectly fine. Then I could have spent this entire round casting Enlarge Person and started doing stuff next round. But unfortunately, after a quick search of the Paizo boards, it does not take up my move action this turn to finish casting. It takes up my standard. <laughs> so I can move which I'm actually going to move a little bit closer. I'm going to move about right there continuing to concentrate on the spell, and that will be the entirety of Vargas's turn. And then at the end of this turn, as soon as I end my turn, I am large. <laughs> and now with Vargas finally, the official tallest, we go to Kira. <laughs> the first point of contention, she watches him grow up. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um... <laughs> Okay, I guess we're just gonna slowly make our way towards the dragon. I will double move. So many spaces. And end right here. Just a quick jog over to the dragon. Why, mm, sorry, wyvern. Or wyvern or wyvern, which I have three different pronunciations in my head now, but the dragon thing. And wave at Asher, I guess. That's what we're doing here. All right, it's my turn. Hey, Asher. Hello. <laughs> and now it's Asher's turn. Asher looks over his shoulder. This is the first time Vargas has enlarged since he's known him. And his eyes will widen. And he'll say to Kira, Perhaps we should look into temporary stickers in occasions like these. Could be worth it. Just, you know, for accuracy and honesty. Fine, I guess. And Asher is going to aim his pistol at this wyvern and as a swift action he's going to call down the smiting powers of Caldera. Is this wyvern considered an evil aligned dragon for the purposes of smite evil? I'm afraid wyvern is technically a true neutral beast. Dope. So that's a waste? Uh, that's fine. I wasn't calculating damage or anything like that out of hopes of, you know, being super effective. That's cool. 
he calls down the power and he doesn't know that it's not doing extra. He just feels that, oh yeah, we're gonna take this thing down. And he is going to, as a move action, reload, chambering a mundane round since it seemed just fine, effective wise, words and stuff last turn. And pull the trigger on his pistol as one does when firing a firearm that is pointed at a true neutral wyvern. Well, that's much better. That is a dirty 20 against Touch AC. Weirdly, that misses. Ah, had a feeling. <laughs> For the fans at home who specialize in mounted combat, I actually realized that I didn't need a penalty because that was one move for fire day. There's only a penalty if your mount is double moving and you're using a ranged weapon. The more you know. Another round of minimum damage. Two more. Wow. It's a good thing I'm not getting that charisma bonus to AC for my inevitable demise, because that would have just been you know, unfair. The bonus from Smite Evil that I'm not getting. You know, I know normal wyverns are true neutral, but this one's got some like pretty evil metal stuff. It's true. It is metal. I watched it not put away a shopping cart after it was using it. <laughs> I would like to submit that. For, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> one strike, chaotic people. You hear that, listeners? Left the chips in the produce le- section. Just on top of some avocados. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Come on. Oh, that's chaotic. Probably thinks that horse is a sandwich, technically, because it's so evil. It didn't even eat the horse. So now that we've addressed it, thank you, Jeff, listeners, I would like to say that the wyvern, the thing killed a horse and then just left it there, which is wasteful, like a child. Yeah. It's still standing on it, but right now it's a little bit mad because it keeps getting shot. Like, usually when you get shot, you're like, okay, I'm going to wait a minute for my breakfast. I'm going to finish eating. I have to deal with the shooting (laughs) right now and come back to breakfast later. Listener Sam has never seen me be shot before, so... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's never seen that video of uh, Werner Herzog getting shot while giving an interview and just continuing to give the interview. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sadly, this Wyvern hasn't seen that um, interview either. And it's about to take a five-foot step onto the back of Asher's horse. Things are about to get rough for the gunslinger. So we're going to start out with the sting, because that's the fun one. Uh, That's only a 12 to hit. I assume that misses. That misses. All right. How about the bite? Ooh, that is only an 11 to hit. Also a miss. How about a wing attack to 19? My AC of 20 makes that a miss. Yay. It's going to swing another wing at you, and it's getting extra mad now. And that is a 13. Miss again. And it's going to try to rake you with a talon now. And that is a 27. Okay. Finally. Ugh, fine. Ugh, like an Englishman in New York. Oh, no. Oh, no. You can only do those when you're grappled. It doesn't get the rake attacks. You're safe and its turn is over. And the sad Charlie Brown music plays. Yes. 
<laughs> and Asher, ignoring the sad Charlie Brown music, feels as though his charisma bonus is affecting his AC, and he's totally convinced that the smite effort is still being rewarded. Points down at his sticker he's still proudly wearing and says, Nice try. And that brings Brixby up. All right, well, at the top of my turn, I'm going to roll a 2d4 because Acid Arrow will last one more round. Cool thing about that spell. So take another three acid damage with Brixby's move action. He is going to reach into his belt pouch, pull out a vial of greenish-looking iridescent liquid, Taking the same iridite things from his pouch before, he smashes them up and pours the acid over it, looking like it would burn his hands before sending out another arrow. Mechanically, he just used a vial of acid as an alchemical material focus, allowing this next acid arrow to last another round. That is, if it does hit. So I'm gonna roll to hit touch here. Brixby rolls a 10 for a 16 against touch. That will hit. And, ooh, six points of acid damage. And that means the next two rounds you'll get 2d4 again. Man. Right, and that's my turn. All right, you are definitely wearing this thing down, but it's a dragon, so, you know, dragon. <laughs> and Giant Vargas is up. Giant Vargas is going to waste another of his standard actions to cast Longarm on himself. Oh my god. <laughs> and that will increase his reach now from 10 feet for being large to 20 feet of natural reach. He's 45 feet away now, and I'm going to go actually down a little bit. Okay, I'm now 20 feet away from this thing, and that is where he's going to stop. So I am uh, behind and below Kira, and I am three squares away from this thing diagonally, but I'm close enough to hit it as an enlarged person with an extended arm. And that brings us to Kira. Right. Kira's maybe close enough to hit this. It's sitting on uh, Asher's horse, right? So it's not like it's got a whole bunch of vertical leverage on us. Right. It, it's at normal level, but you can hit it with reach or five foot step to hit it. Oh, I'm going to get up in that horse's dragon's face face mouth no you already said it you're attacking the horse <laughs> not attacking the horse <laughs> that's another dead horse i would never attack the horse i'm just gonna five foot step into the horse's face and whisper gently to it i'm not gonna hurt you please don't freak out and then i'm gonna roll for some some sword hitting with a great sword because those are fun no 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 i'm stepping forward and as i do so kira will rage because she missed out on all the fun for the last three actions, and also she can't ride her horse right now. Oh God, okay, well that's a that's a natural three, so I'm not feeling great about that. Oh, what's the total? That's gonna be a 13 to hit. If I've already rolled, can I use a sky metal, or do I have to use that before? I think you gotta use it before, and that's, that's not gonna do it. Yeah, no. Okay, well she's still angry. All right, well, that's my one day. I'm gonna damage the dragon also the name of my first <laughs> memoir that brings us back to asher who has a dragon on his face but he doesn't care because he's invincible oh yeah thanks for saying that that'll that'll help us go really well asher is about to provoke from this wyvern he is going to swift action focus his aim as he reloads and then goes to shoot so 
should the true neutral, right, not evil Wyvern, choose to take its attack of opportunity, it may do so. That's a natural 20 on the bite. Dope. So uh, we're going to roll to confirm. I'm going to use an evil hero card to give you disadvantage. That's a 23 on the confirm. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Very cool. So the good news is I have to get out another D6. How is that good news? That's good news for the Wolfburn. I'm good at math. Look at me mathing. That's going to be 21 damage with the bite. That's so many points. And, and a free grab. Crack die. It's got a bonus for grappling. So that is 23 versus your CMD. Oh well, yeah, that's successful. All right, so Asher is grappled, but you still get to shoot it. <laughs> I can still shoot because it's a one-handed weapon. So I'm going to do that with my focused aim. Bummer that I used the swift already, or else I would lay on hands myself. Yeah, I'm just going to crit it back. That seems like the only fair thing to do. I've only rolled this die once on air before. It didn't go great. So here comes the coffee bean D20 from Etsy somewhere or other. If this crits, I'll, I'll shout you out on Twitter when this episode releases. If it rolls a one, I'll also shout you out on Twitter when this episode releases. <laughs> no, but it is a natural 11, and that is a dirty 20. That will hit. I believe this is the focused aim as well, so you got the charisma. On the damage, it sure will. Now I'm going to get to roll a hot D8 plus four. And it's considering, you know, these horses, they look fat on the map, but we know IRL, they're pretty stringy. I imagine this thing already started off with some negatives. Doesn't have a well-balanced diet. That's a total of seven this time. No, eight. I have math. Four plus four. Eight. All right, that's a that's a pretty good damage on the last uh, attack of Asher's life. Right? Not bad. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> hey, it's oh. been it's been a heck of a ride, and I say that both humorously because I'm still on a horse, and as the journey in general. <laughs> I'm not crying, so I'm making jokes instead. So that brings us back to the creature. It is going to roll to maintain the grapple. Natural one. Whoa. Yes. (laughs) Yay. It tries to hold on, but this desert wrapping chainmail mix is just too much. Yeah. Since it has fumbled its grapple, I think seeing how many people are gathering around it, it's going to try to fly up in the air a little bit so we can get an attack of opportunity from Kira and Vargas as it tries to fly away. 25 to hit. <laughs> 25 will definitely hit. Yeah, stupid dragon thing. Yes, um, okay, math. 
11, 9, <laughs> 20 points of damage to the stupid dragon thing. Oh my god. Ha! You're bad at flying, is something one might say. It's still up, though. Ugh, I hate it. I hate it. Vargas got an 18 on his attack for opportunity. Uh, 18 hits. 7 damage. And it is adamantine and magic, if either of those matter. Alright. Doesn't appear to have any DR. That damage all goes through. It's looking pretty hurt, but now it's about uh, 25 feet up in the air, and it has backed away from everybody just a little bit. And um, it is Brixby's turn. Alrighty. Brixby at the top of the turn is going to roll some acid damage. That is five more acid damage from acid arrow, and there's one more round on this. Seeing that the wyvern has backed off from his compatriots, he's changing gears, not aiming to heal. He's going to use a move action to pull out his magic missile wand. Oh, actually, you know what? That is probably in his bag. So we're going to say that's a standard action to pull that out. And then he's going to move full complement of his move, 20 feet towards the dragon. Wyvern. So there we go. All right. That brings us up to Vargas. Vargas is... Is it up in the air right now? Yeah, it's uh, 25 feet up. So it's exactly high enough that even if I was standing directly under it, I couldn't hit it. No, you can, because you're more than 10 feet tall. Oh, wait, no, because I'm 12 feet tall. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I would just need 15 feet from anywhere. Yeah, basically, you're sort of punching at an angle, and I'm not going to do the triangle math, because that seems hard, and... High school was a long time ago. So if I'm standing here 15 feet away, I should be able to hit it? Yeah. Okay, so he's going to step up, and he is going to cast Docking Grass, and it only has 10 feet of reach, correct? Uh, it didn't seem to have reach at all. Uh, it seems like it has to actually be in your face. I remembered. Oh, that's right, because it's taking up two swears. So I was thinking that it attacked from further away, but because the way the token is, it's like it's smaller than it is. Would that chunk of metal on it count as having metal armor or a metal weapon to give you the bonus to hit, or no? <laughs> uh, sure would. It's going to be... Oh, well, I'm not even going to bother to look up the stuff on that, because that's an 18 on the die. <laughs> yeah, that'll hit. 1d6 for every caster level, so I need 4d6. 12 points of electricity damage. And you get the sense as the electricity uh, shoots into this thing that it's sort of being drawn into that metal piece and it's just burn. It's like recirculating through the piece of metal and shocking the creature over and over again and doing more damage than usual. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you were saying the opposite. I thought you were going to say it's like supercharging it. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, it's absorbing it, and now it has a death ray. No, it looks... You healed it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! It's healing the dragon! No, it looks like it's sort of um, especially vulnerable to electricity. So you actually did 18 points of damage, Hooray. and uh, it falls to the ground. Yay! The, the Wyvern is defeated. Yay! 
We are out of initiative. Ooh. Which is great. I think Kira goes right over to Asher. I don't think she's seen him be hurt all that often, except for that one time when she was already unconscious. <laughs> or Mayanda constantly shooting him with fire. Right, yeah. But I mean, she... Well... Um, she would know not to get in between Brixby and Asher now, but she will ask Asher if he's okay. Are, are you okay? It was the bite that got up on the AOO, is that right? Yeah. He has this, I imagine, like, a the chain shirt has clear teeth were here marks, as that was a real savage blow, a crit, even. Something that probably will leave him a really cool scar to talk about uh, over the next, you know, one or two days until he dies in the next combat. And he lays a hand on himself swiftly, and will go ahead and spend a uh, lay on hands or, or as he as he smiles to Kira it says yes yes I'm fine that that was a big bite but it couldn't keep a grasp on me Caldera defended me as she does could have been much worse the claws the wings nothing could hit me until I tried to shoot right in its face and I think all things considered we took it down and lived to tell the tale. Oh, lovely. One point of healing. <laughs> so Brick seeing that Asher has begun to heal himself via lay on hands and, and probably the wand, he'll wander over and say, I'm glad to see you're still with us. That looked like a nasty bite. Do you want to come and check out the, the beast? Looks over at Vargas and Pierre and Nice job, everyone. Giant Vargas nods. So we're going to wander over to the beast. You mentioned earlier there's possibly another knowledge role, like engineering or something like there at this. Yeah, it'd be a knowledge engineering. Alrighty. Reeling from the bite, Asher dismounts from Fire Day, walks over, and gets an 11 knowledge engineering total. Uh, I rolled an 18 for a 29. With a 29, I don't think Asher's able to make heads or tails of it with an 11, but Brixby, looking more closely at this creature, it looks like this device has been inert for a long time. Like, whatever it was, it's busted, and it's probably been busted for months, if not years. And it looks like someone surgically implanted, like, a device into the creature... And it's hard to tell at this point what the device was supposed to do, but at this point it was just basically a chunk of metal kind of grafted onto the creature that was more hindering it than anything else. Hmm. And there's nothing we can roll over from that about, like, any ideas about where that would have happened, or, or like, does it look professional? Does it look, like, pseudo-magical? Does it look like... Let me run the serial numbers. (laughs) (laughs) It, It definitely looks like somebody would have to be... One, powerful enough to have a, a dragon subdued or a wyvern subdued long enough to commit surgery to it and two, knowledgeable enough both with surgery and machines to do something like this. So somebody's been messing around. <laughs> the bricks people look up and say, So I think the um, the metal on this wyvern was somebody's uh, experiment. They attempted to augment this creature, but seem to hinder it more than anything else. Looks up at massive Vargas. 
just kind of straining in the sun <laughs> to see his face just in shadow. <laughs> it seemed that uh, shock you gave it at the end really was set off by this junk on here. He kind of kicks the broken pieces on there. Don't know what it was supposed to do. Uh, it doesn't seem like anything salvageable either. Right, it doesn't look like there's anything here. Were they trying to hurt it? H-U-R-T, hurt. <laughs> I didn't want to think I said herd. No, I, um, it's hard to tell. I feel like if they were attempting to hurt it, uh, given the wicked cruelty in this country, uh, there's plenty of other ways. This, this looks like somebody's pet project, literally and figuratively. I wonder... And, and there is nothing we can... There, like, should we search it? It's kind of what you see, what you get here with this dragon. They're, they're Corvin, they don't have anything on them, right? I wonder... Just uh, because rolling dice is fun, and, you know, why not? Just a knowledge local roll, gonna roll that to see if, if any sort of... I mean, my gut says, technically, because you know, they're behind all the atrocities and evils in the world, at least in this region... But if there's anything that would be likely for known draconic experimentation. Ooh, natural 19 for a 24. Ever heard of anything like this? Um, well, your mind is definitely right to go to the Technic League first. They'd probably be the only ones in the area with the kind of resources to do something like this. And you don't haven't specifically heard of someone experimenting on dragons, but I mean it there's definitely a macabre science to parts of the Technic League that you've heard of, and it seems to make sense. Regardless, this creature was suffering. I, uh, think we did it a favor. That clears anyone's conscience. Shall we gather our horses? We also need to bring some sort of proof back that we were successful in our task. I figured the four of us could lash it to the backs of our horses, and while it's a bit gruesome, I'm sure most of it would be remaining by the time that we go back. We could just take the head. Yeah, I mean, you'd know best what a killer would like to receive as proof of death. Can I pull off any little bit of this stuff on it? Any of the metal? Or is it all just kind of one big chunk? I mean, you can sort of disassemble and get like a little piece of metal or you know, LED or some kind of scrap bit, yeah. <laughs> a single LED. We'll include that with the, the stinger, <laughs> just for additional proof. Right? We've returned with your bounty! <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then it's a small battery. A D battery. Uh, Kira, I think, sort of crouches next to this thing. She is not able to make heads or tails of this at all, both because I rolled terribly and also I don't actually have knowledge engineering. But she was struck by those words, like this someone experimented on this thing. So just kind of just crouches down to stare at it, looking just kind of sad. And we'll say, I know you're already dead, but if we can find out who did this to you, will make them really sad that they did this to you. And just pop back up, like nothing happened. And then I think probably wave at Vargas also. Like, you're really tall. Do you want a sticker? Are we 
Are we fighting? <laughs> and he says, no, no, thank you. And as he says oh. that, he shrinks back down when he hits the uh, four minute mark of the spell. <laughs> so and this isn't just because these horses are so plump, but I'm just imagining the wild Numerian Plains horses all gather around the wyvern and just start eating it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to come by protein out here. They've acquired a taste for blood. <laughs> we all just back away from the horses slowly. It's like when you occasionally see like a deer try to eat a bird. Um, I summon my majestic Nathan. Oh God, the horse. Right is he stressed out? Yeah, how's Asher's horse? It's probably pretty stressed out, yeah. Did that thing landing on it to attack him actually do anything to it? Or did it just, was that kind of just flavor landed on his horse? That was just flavor landing. Flavor land. Well, flavor land. We flavor land a little bit. <laughs> Asher will. He used all four of his lay on hands for a abysmal 11. So now he's only down 10. Dope. Oof. And he will affectionately pet Faraday's mane and say, You may not be considered combat trained, but you did exceedingly well. And just kind of nod and mount up. I think as Kira starts to head back to her horse, she will look up at Asher again. Still clearly just kind of concerned. Just, I have a potion if you want it. If the, you know, that magic thing that you do didn't, didn't work. I just saw that horse grow. Like, that's a, that's a 15 foot wide horse. And it was very distracting. Well, it ate a whole wyvern, or most Fair. of it, at least. Uh, Nathan has always been an ooze, actually. Sam and I have been doing this in my private channel. Yeah, he doesn't have any bones. It's a, it's a whole weird thing. It's just a saddle on top of an ooze just kind of sloshing about the plains of Numeria. On brand. But it's an ooze that tries really hard to look like a horse, so it's... Yeah. It's weird. Good for the ooze. <laughs> Which, how weird is it that it's just been chilling at the stable and torch and finally somebody bought it off? <laughs> <laughs> no one knows why it was abandoned. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, Asher smiles at Kira and says, Thank you for the offer of that potion. I'll, I'll utilize the wand once or... That should get me close enough. The potions in battle are sort of a great last resort. I was once told by a wise young rat man to save the dumpies. <laughs> and it sort of stuck with me. Yeah, I think that stuck with all of us. <laughs> wise words. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Listeners at home, the horse just keeps getting bigger. It could eat Brixby right now. Yeah, hang on. I gotta take a screenshot of this. No, it's just full of soldiers. Take that. And on brand, that's a minimum wand heal as well. I think D8s have betrayed me and uh, gonna just lay the gun down and say farewell. I'll just roll a D16 divided by two. Now we're talking. <laughs> One more boop just because the false confidence of like, well, we did the only combat for the day. And then that random encounter table is gonna come. And Asher's minus 10. 
There we go, six on that one, so only down one now. Two boobs down. And uh, perhaps <laughs> the horse needs this sticker, because as wide as it is, uh, it's either comically only, you know, like five feet tall, or in reality is, I don't know, 70 feet tall, somewhere in between. It's so much funnier than it should be, I don't know why. Yeah, but it's like got Dolly-esque legs, so it's just very spindly. I like to envision it. Nathan is quite tall, but just very spindly. Okay, well that's terrifying now. I no longer like this. <laughs> yeah, now it's like a nightmare creature. Yeah, that's true. Although look at those shoulders. Like that is, that horse is yeah. built. Built. Yeah, the rock is going to have to play Nathan in our uh, cinematic reading. Mm, so hopefully it's in a jungle option. with some antics going on. It's the only way I think you can get him these days. Yes. Uh, so we're going to head back to the black horses. All mounted on Nathan. I just appreciate that we're continuing our B-plot <laughs> of Dwayne Johnson fan podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's everyone likes them. Dogs, The Rock. What's not to like? Yeah, I think on the way back, you know, Brixby's like pulled out a little uke and is, is working on his version of wild horses. It's not, not working super well. But yeah, no, I think he'll sidle up along Vargas as, uh, as easily as he can, poorly guiding Nathan and say, um, that last battle made me realize that we'll be doing a lot of fighting out of caves and close combat. We should truly consolidate our resources. And he looks back towards Kira. I can make scrolls for both of you. And you, Vargas, can look at my book later. We we need to share all we have. Yes, that one spell you used, the one that was like the acid spell that we both know, but clearly stronger and with much longer range, that would be extremely useful if we both had it. I agree, as well as me scribing up a couple scrolls of that get big quick scheme you've got going on there for big stuff to become bigger stuff yeah which I think you will add I don't know if I know how to use or read or cast scrolls but if we can learn how to make me do that and she'll point at Vargas then I'll figure it out <laughs> yeah what's nice is all the hard work is done on the paper first. All you gotta do is read it. Okay, I can read. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's all we'll, um, all we'll need before the next one is a uh, big Kira as well as a big Vargas. Continuing on that, he looks to Vargas and says, So, uh, from what I've come to know about your people, you hold your word highly. Do you think that this will truly satisfy the blood debt? And then kind of stopping for a moment and considering if he's going to continue going. Yeah, he'll shake his head and say, not in the slightest, but I think it will do at least what she said. It will allow her to temporarily ignore the debt which is the most we can hope for at the moment. 
We just have to hope we don't have to cross too many more people like her who still remember. Well, if it's any consolation, seems that at least three quarters of this party have folks we'd rather avoid who think that we may or may not have done something. Um, I want you to know that whether it's killing another dragon or whatever else, you know, your debt is, is our debt right now as we pursue this hellion. And he'll nod and say, thank you. Yeah, yeah. All right. If you're riding directly back to the Black Horse camp, it's not too far. Um, so it's still like late morning uh, by the time you get there. There's no sign of, of Feshka when you arrive. But there's still a fair number of other Kelids there. And um, one, uh, a burly man who's just, he's not on a horse, which is seems weird from what little experience with these people you have, uh, sort of flags you down as he sees you approach. And he says, Ah, Vargas the Broken? Uh, I see you've survived. And he'll nod and say, Yes, we've dealt with your horse problem. And he will nod over to, I'm assuming, Kira probably has either the head or the tail, whatever we decided to cut off in the bag, because that'd be the easiest way to carry it. And he'll say, the uh, girl orc over there, she has the proof of the creature's death. It seemed like it was some kind of most likely one-of-a-kind experiment. Wouldn't be surprised if the League was behind it. I doubt you'll have trouble from anything similar in the future. And he has no idea if that's true or not, that they'll run into anything else. He's completely talking out of his butt about this, but he's basically just trying to get the conversation over with. <laughs> Bricks will look at Vargas for a measured moment, debating saying anything in front of a Kellett and also say, um, also if it helps, the uh, augmentation that they did to it made it vulnerable to electricity. Not sure if you'll be plagued by anything similar, but something to keep in mind. Here I will hold the, yeah, I guess whichever portion of Wyvern we picked up. Heads or tails. <laughs> Definitely yeah. one of those yeah. things. Uh, just like the Zelda, <laughs> I found an item hold. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's that. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> the stinger has just poked a hole in our bag. I'm sorry. No, it's a terrible joke. No, Asher will look with astonishment as Vargas's lips are not moving and his voice emanates from on the saddle, <laughs> but will nevertheless say to the Kellid, Though he may be known as Vargas the Broken, he struck the killing blow. His might against this creature... Perhaps new tales could be written about him. For he is Vargas the Broken, not Vargas the Beaten. And he would be a strong ally should your clan need one in the future. The Kellid man who will um, reach out to take the, the stinger from Kira, he'll say, uh, uh, we'll think about that, or... Smarter people than me will think about that, but I think for the time being, it's 
best the lot of you moved on, so we shall consider your toll paid. If you wish to cross back, I can make no guarantees that my companions on the other side do not hold your debt still unpaid. Words are hard. <laughs> do we get any sort of paper that guarantees a round trip for a certain period of time? Or, or are you telling me even were we to realize, oh no, I left something down by the horses, should I try to return immediately? The other side would say... Unfortunately, we have to pay it all. I would like a receipt, please. Uh, there's a, there's a five-second rule, so... <laughs> five seconds after your feet land on the other side, you can't go back. But very strict. It's not even a full round. Wow. <laughs> I'm imagining that thing of where you get off at the airport and they have the big red line that says, Once you pass this line, you cannot <laughs> go back there. Vargas will also lean over to him and kind of sage whisper, Hallett? doesn't have a written language. And he'll whisper back, Fair, but we're speaking common right now. That does. <laughs> you have a point. I think as Kira hands off this, I guess, stinger we've sort of unofficially decided to this other um, Kellett guy, she's going to stare at him for a second and be like, Thanks for letting us but also you should know that our friend did something that you all couldn't. You should be nice um, and hand it over. Kick the hive and then quickly ride over. <laughs> I think as the very capable four ride across the bridge and across the first blaze path, I'm going to bed. Night, Sam. Night, Sam. Good night, Sam. Good night, Sam. No, we like turn it up to the point where like your waveform meets everyone else and then 25 New York blocks away I hear like, hey, I'm walking here just in the background. Yeah, it was Asher that almost died. Sorry, Jeff. Yeah, my bad. My bad. Nathan is undoubtedly the thickest of the four horses, right? He's a chonky boy. I feel like that is just, there's no debate like your height argument that we have going on. The gravitational pull of this Roll20 <laughs> horse is starting to draw all of us into itself. Uh <laughs> <laughs> the other horses are riding the horse. Okay, <laughs> visual humor aside, the fans deserve this screenshot. Oh, yeah, you can take that now and just pop that in the Twitter. <laughs> yeah, you might want to ride some chubby horses.